0: to be movies and ebooks i'm craig wade and i'm brian allen delaney and joining us we got the amazing bill Kurtner. what's up buddy hey good morning guys how you doing i'm doing well (laughs) um yeah you may remember if you used to listen to uh long box small talk with bill um i was i was on that show yeah or also the adventures of toxic city
1: i was on that show too
0: yeah so that, so you're you're like uh i don't know i don't know it to me it feels like you were the guest that sitcoms bring in for like a late season like hail mary before
1: like it gets cousin oliver? Cous- yeah. oh god i was gonna say that just
0: <laughs> like a cousin oliver
1: yeah yeah the bearded cousin oliver <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> there's something that sounds like dirty about that y- yeah. yeah like a bearded yeah. cousin oliver
1: yeah, yeah, it's, it's just you, like you, you get those at a bathhouse for an extra $50, I'm sure.
0: <laughs> so I hear.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh well. The shining beacons of uh movie and book journalism. We are <laughs> 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 I'm just saying. Oh god. That, yeah. <laughs>
3: it's early. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it is weird doing this early. Um, but anyway. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, this is episode 83, and we are covering the new film, The Void, and also uh, Witching Hour Theater by Jonathan Jans. Uh, yeah. Yep. So,
3: anyway. But be- yeah. before we do that, any news? Oh, I did it. You usually do it to me, and it puts me on the spot. Uh,
0: okay. Well, yeah, I got one. I- so,
3: any news, Bill?
2: <laughs> um,
0: yeah uh all right so there was a poster reveal yes we're talking poster uh, okay reveal let's let's do for it. a new film called polaroid comes out august 26th okay. it's like uh, i should have written the tagline down but i didn't but it's literally just like once you Blown have it it, it, it it has you um, no actually it is oh okay beware this camera once you take it it takes you so yeah mm-hmm. uh we've seen i would
1: i would i would have gone with blow shake
3: die uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, I, I was I, I would have gone with say cheese and die yeah just straight
1: up yeah just that's the next that's for the the sequel or the the uh what do they call them? spiritual sequel that'll be a uh, kodak
0: yeah. yeah, what's the deal with the fact that this is a brand name and not like, like, you know, film the movie or
1: some shit like that. But like, this <laughs> is a brand name. <laughs> like, I, mean, I, I, I know they've tried to bring it back. Polaris? They, they, yeah, they did it about five years ago. And it, it was kind of like a little <laughs> device you, you put on your phone and then it would print out and it didn't catch on. Like a Game Boy printer. We own the
0: Instax, (laughs) which is like a Fuji brand. But yeah. But yeah, I mean
3: Polaroid is still around. They had a like a a huge push and somebody bought like a lot of the old stock. And then I think they're actually developing new film right now. Yeah, I think right now it's only available as like
0: third party uh off brand film. But yeah, and it's crazy expensive. Even that Instax shit is crazy expensive. But anyway, yeah. So like, it's it's weird that um that it's a brand name because like brand name movies generally don't work, you know. Like Ouija yeah. didn't do well. I think Ouija two did, or no, Ouija did well. It was just a shitty movie.
3: Yeah,
1: I heard the second the second movie was really good. Yeah, that's yeah, what I've, I've heard, heard too. Too.
0: Yeah, maybe we'll none cover of us it next watching. week.
1: Nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> too busy reading. Too busy reading Witching Hour. <laughs>
3: Not Still. that long of a book. Yeah, dude, this is a pretty <laughs> short book. I'm a
1: slow reader. I'm a slow reader.
3: Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's like the estimated
0: time's like an hour and a half.
1: I, I read it last night. I, I'm just messing with you.
0: No. Oh, sure you did. So we'll yeah. cover chapter one of Witching Hour Theater with Bill, and then me and Brian <laughs> will
2: pick up the torch.
0: <laughs> um but yeah, so anyway, yeah, thoughts on the Polaroid movie. Meh, we're done. I mean I mean like is, is it seriously just say cheese and die well okay is that here. the plot no it says high school loner bird fitcher son of a <laughs> bitch <laughs> bird fitcher anyway you are lying i swear to you high school loner <laughs> bird fitcher has no idea what dark secrets are tied to the polaroid vintage camera she stumbles upon she bird fitcher <laughs> is a
1: female okay anyway but it doesn't take wait, long. Wait, wait, hold on because hold, hold, hold what dark secrets can it have it doesn't have a memory stick you know <laughs> maybe I mean, you can't does. go you don't get to go into the memory stick and go oh my god this is a picture of some you know family getting slaughtered in a basement no it's just like you take a picture it comes out you know i don't know man because this camera is different And Brian, yes,
0: it is exactly say cheese and die because it says because it doesn't take long to discover that those who've had their picture taken meet a tragic end.
3: So, yeah, yeah, totally straight
0: up say cheese and die. I
3: like say cheese and die, though. That was a that was a good one. (laughs) It was Ryan Gosling's (laughs) best performance. (laughs) It certainly was his first. Was it? Yeah, I think so. But no, I mean, I like the idea of say cheese and die yeah bill your thoughts i've never seen it i can't wait for (laughs) next or read
0: the goosebumps next summer whenever they got instagram the movie it's like (laughs) take pictures of your food and then it'll taste like shit okay this is getting weird yeah Uh, yeah well i'm done with the polaroid story i wish we had a better segue what you got brian um i got
3: a couple things most are just like announcements Mm -hmm. um like okay, uh, Trimmer Six is coming next year. Yeah, I was excited about that, and like, um, and uh, Michael Gross is back. Of course, he hadn't been gone yet. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, it's, it's, I mean, it's all
1: he's, he's got. <laughs> I spit out water when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: but apparently, this is going to be Trimmers in Canada. <laughs> yeah. Trimmer <laughs> <Term of> 6 <laughs> The cheapening <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, Cause it's um, so
0: cheap to film up there right Don't you get like crazy yeah. tax breaks
3: Yeah Yeah. But I mean I, I want to know logically how they're going to get them in space Cause I mean they got to put them in space Eventually they right They probably came from space Yeah I know but I mean like No, no I'm they're just saying they, they came from space You saying they landed during the dinosaur times Sure Anyway, like, Tremors 6. What I think
0: would be cool is like they drill to the Earth's core for some crazy science reason. And it's just full, and it's of, full trimmers. of Tremors. Yeah, there's no lava, just all graboid. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that would not you be cool. That. That's a, just a shitty elevator pitch for a bad movie. But, um, okay, it's I, like I, I want to say I'm tremors excited. Tremors versus Core. <laughs> Remember
3: that movie? <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. I forgot. Yeah. Uh, no, I want to say I'm excited, but at the same time, I only watched 20 minutes of Tremors 5 and couldn't take it anymore.
3: Yeah. It was really bad. Like, at what point does a beloved series lose its charm?
1: Well, generally, whenever Jamie Kennedy enters the fray. (laughs) Whoa, whoa, hold on now. Jamie Kennedy's pumping new life into that franchise, all right? How dare you, sir? Really? <laughs> I mean, I, I I'm mean, sorry. He's the new Ke- he's the new Kevin Bacon for that franchise. <laughs> I guess. I mean, sarcasm, sarcasm. By the sure, way,
3: sure, man, sure. <laughs> I don't know, dude. He was great in Event Horizon.
1: Maybe that's why we hadn't been to Bill's house. Wait, 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 it, wait, 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 wait. Jamie Kennedy was in Event Horizon. Wasn't he? Wasn't that him? No, 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 no. He wasn't in Event Horizon. No, that's Lawrence think, Fishburne. Think you're, thinking,
3: you're thinking of Sam Neil and Lawrence Fishburne. Oh, <laughs> uh, I always get them three confused. Very easy to confuse those two. Wait,
0: do you really confuse Sam Neill and, and Jamie Kennedy? <laughs> God, no.
3: Uh, well, then who the hell are you talking I, about in Event Horizon? The the, kid, the guy whose eyes bleed? I thought that was him.
1: No. And
3: I think everybody's
1: eyes bleed in that movie, except Lawrence <laughs> no. Fishburne. <clears throat> no, when he's out in space. No, it's, he's not in it. No, he was. I think they were doing Scream Two at that time.
3: Who the hell am I thinking of then? I don't know, man.
0: I'm just googling Event Horizon, Jamie Kennedy. And yeah, I know. Like, oh, hold on, it does say Event Horizon.
3: Uh, see i'm not crazy hold on like I imdb is no help on this because there's only like 10 people listed in the whole entire credits and that's uh. weird because like in those weird hell orgies scenes there was way more than 10 people like in general we're getting way off track <laughs> wait he was in boogie nights Wait no, yeah. this is well, just, no. This is an no, interview with
0: Jamie Kennedy, and he's like, "Hey, Event Horizon's a movie," and then, <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, is this is this like Freddie Mercury's from Iraq? <laughs> I thought he
3: was. <laughs> Wait, was he not Armenian? No, he's
1: like from like, uh, Zan- was it Zanzibar or something yeah. or something like that?
3: Th- like Zanzibar? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Look. Look, I'm not writing his fucking biography. Oh, I'm sorry, I can't cuss on here. can't. I can't. Yeah, you
3: can. Why not?
1: Oh, I can't. I didn't know. I thought y'all were.
3: No, you know, no, no. Nah, we don't care.
1: Okay. Well, I'm not writing his biography. I apologize <laughs> so to all the like children it? listening. Yeah. I think, Okay. I think there was only
0: one clean <laughs> c- podcast on our network, and then you ruined that one by joining
3: yeah. that.
1: Yeah, it was, it was Toxic
3: City. Was toxic City.
1: Yeah, I, I don't think I ruined it. I think I think the person that owned the store ruined it. <laughs> and I found a Damn. good edit point. <laughs> Rowan Shade. Oh, uh, hey, hey, I'm sorry. <laughs> My opinion. <laughs> Just, hey, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm I'm sorry if it causes y'all any flack, but nah. Well, I got. I got t- like we have. Yeah. It's not like I we got actually t- have, t- have <laughs> listeners. I got two. I got a couple of emails from people like hey that sucks that y'all shut down i'm like first of all i don't own the place i was just helping the doing the podcast and second yeah it did suck and now i hear he's trying to reopen again um good luck have you have you craig you live down here have you been to mall the mainland have you seen i have have you (laughs) seen the the stuff they've redone there in the middle no wait you gotta go take the mall Wait, they've back opened open? up some of the middle almost it we when did we go we went about a month ago to see a movie and uh they've got they've got like a a new double set of glass doors that leads into like the old food court area and it looks like they're getting ready to open up some restaurants in there and some a couple of stores just in that area hm huh so yeah well that's cool
0: yeah no yeah. I, I went to that step garden the beer place uh how but- is it it's like $5 beers and I'm not Whoa. talking expensive stuff because they, they advertise like a big menu of like crazy beers, but yep. the, the uh, tap heads weren't named. Like they weren't labeled. Uh, I, I assume they just have revolving beers. you know, it's more of like a craft yeah. type place. But anyway, yeah, it, the night we went, it was like super busy and I was like, so do y'all have a beer list? And the guy's like, it's my first day and I don't know. And I was like, well, can you find <laughs> out? And he comes back and he's like, no <laughs> i can't <laughs> um, what do y'all want and i was like i guess a miller then since i literally don't know what you're doing and then it was five dollars for a bottle of miller so i've been there for one beer
1: yeah <clears> no that doesn't sound fun
0: no um and then we saw i think get out or something i don't know
1: i was get out i hear really good things it's very good um it
0: i i'm happy i saw it on like opening weekend before the hype hit because i don't know how post-hype it might it might live up to i i assume yeah. it doesn't live up to the impossible what is it sitting at 99 or possibly 100 yeah on it's rotten like tomatoes it's a perfect oh. movie <clears throat> um Yeah, I mean, because Rotten Tomatoes is an aggregate that's, you know, if it's positive, it's a plus. If it's negative, it's a negative. So that doesn't tell you that it's a five-star movie. I, I think it's honestly four and a half stars out of five. Very, very good. The neat thing about it is there's not one wasted frame of film. Like, you don't realize it until after, but, like, there's zero nothing in that film is filler. Even the stuff that feels like filler after you're done, you're like, Holy shit. That even that wasn't filler. Like all of it serves a purpose. And I thought that was really cool. So great direction. Um, and yeah, it's good. Very good. I liked it.
1: What did I hear that, uh, he's going to direct next? I, I I can't remember what franchise it is. Oh, I didn't hear anything about a franchise, (laughs) but I did hear that
0: there's going to be three films he was signed up for two more uh, social politics horror films.
1: Yeah. No this this is a franchise. It was like a week or two ago they brought it up and I can't remember what it was, but it was I was kind of shocked. Huh. I don't, I don't remember. Are you? Hey, just not to change the subject. Are y'all keeping up with this dark overlord hacker stuff? No. Wait. What? <laughs> okay. All right. So, Friday, hold on, guy. I'm talking about the Polaroid freaking. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, go ahead.
1: no, no, no. This is relevant to the show. So Friday, a hacker sent, um, I guess what I what do you call those letters? Like a not a, a kidnap email. letter, but yeah, a no, ransom thing. <laughs> this is about ransom. The, this is about yeah. the
0: episodes. God, what? Yeah, TV the, he, yeah. I oh, the Orange is the, the,
1: the New Black one. one? Yeah, he le- he leaked the first ten episodes of Orange is the New Black, and he's threatening now ABC. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nat Geo and like four other channels saying, hey, I've got a bunch of your episodes here and I'm (laughs) going to drop them.
3: I wish I, know. I wish he I'm had dropped those new Planet
0: Earth videos. I, I wish he had <laughs> upcoming episodes of the news. That's
1: mostly what I'm interested <laughs> in. Like what
0: happens next week,
1: <laughs> or, or, or 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 Bill O'Reilly. You know, it's just like I got those new
3: Bill O'Reillys. You're <laughs>
1: Bill not.
2: You're, O'Reilly. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that sounds that sounds like a, a man who has never watched the o'reilly factory <laughs> yeah, thank you. I, I got them bill o'reilly's <laughs> thank
2: you
0: <laughs> yeah. uh, interestingly enough there's been people and i didn't make the connection when this happened there's been people now because i own you know i own bill o'reilly's those who trespass book because who would not want to grab a slice of fiction straight from the mind of bill o'reilly right <laughs> uh it's about a scorned newsman who goes on a killing spree are you kidding me i shit you not and uh, nobody i didn't make the connection uh but people are now they're like oh my god oh my god is this gonna be like his
1: falling down is he falling
0: down where is he
1: well you know? well it's not, it sounds like bill o'reilly's version of uh yui bull's uh rampage oh i i really like rampage Oh I did really, yeah, I thought it was one of his good
3: films, oh no, it is that Bill O'Reilly book the one with the that has lots of um graphic sex scenes in it, yeah, one that that yeah, foul language yeah.
0: and all that yeah, yeah, um yeah. also i you know how he has all those killing books, killing yeah. Jesus, killing Lincoln, killing Kennedy. I saw one uh-huh. like a meme that was like
3: killing my own career, <laughs> yeah, <It's> autobiography, yeah. <laughs> Uh, i i read one of those books at the grocery store yeah we talked about it on this podcast i know it's just just, i guess it's relevant again it was about japan right i forget what the name of it but like immediately starts with how bad obama was as a president (laughs) and it's like (laughs) and i don't understand the connection but whatever (laughs) well you know he just has to throw that in there
0: yeah so we know Uh, where he stands on obama (laughs)
1: anyway are we are we gonna all right oh wait is this is this the the podcast we get into politics on well we have to pick up there's not (laughs)
0: there's not new episodes of nerds on the left so
1: all right all
0: right (laughs) uh all right well uh, do y'all want to jump into the film reviews or do we have anything more
3: uh well okay oh yeah yeah yeah. one more thing or two things real quick uh just hold on before we get into that
0: can i can i bring up my second news item Report. yeah go for it okay uh friday the 13th the game drops on may 26th anyone excited about that like oh, looks amazing you I, get to play as jason <laughs> I,
1: I i'd like to rent it but i'm not i don't want to own it i just want to play it for like a weekend and then give it back
0: yeah are you going to drive down to hollywood video <laughs> or blockbuster to get that or, or i think your, you can
1: rent them you can rent them at red box smart ass yeah Uh-oh. and also
3: game fly if you what? want to do that holy shit why doesn't around?
0: microsoft like for xbox do digital rentals like that's the smartest i game. have no idea oh my
1: god I, I oh hell is it is it on xbox one
0: it's on xbox one it's on
1: ah uh, hell what i can't play it then i guess i'll just watch kids play it online then <laughs> it's on <laughs> Steam. i don't have news i don't yeah. I, well, yeah, but my computer was, you know, built in the nineties. So, no, I mean, not really. It was built. It's two thousand
0: eight. earlier. <laughs> he goes. He goes. Where's Bill? And I said, I don't know. I think his computer was built in the nineties. He's putting RAM in it. <laughs> like, <laughs> Shut up. Anyway, right. uh, <laughs> that's just funny. All
3: right, uh, Brian, what's your news? Uh, okay, so one one quick thing, real quick. And then something that I have to ask Bill about. Um, so Jeff Goldblum is back for Jurassic World 2, which yes. I'm excited about. Yes. Okay. Uh, so just quick yay. Um, <laughs> and then my other thing that I want to ask Bill how he feels about it. Um, Indiana Jones 6 has a release date.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a train wreck <laughs> of diarrhea. Um uh, I mean, what do you say? Okay. First of all, uh, Harrison Ford, it, it has about as much personality as a corpse. And depending on how the corpse was made up, I would say, you know, the corpse might have an advantage over him as far as an actor, um, for Indiana Jones four, that was skull, right? The crystal skull. Oh, I said, Indiana Jones six. Yeah, it's I? okay. It's five. No, yeah, it's I mean, five. we all get I mean, if you watch Crystal Skull, it was OK. It wasn't
3: great. It was. I watched it recently. Yeah, it's just, it was. There's fine. a couple of scenes that yeah, are terrible. It's, it's called anything with Shia LaBeouf in it. Hey,
1: I mean, no, no. Dude, hey. Shia LaBeouf? dude, No, if you had not had Shia LaBeouf in that film, that movie would be palatable, you know, better, better than
3: dude. What don't hate on mutt. Hey, you guys! Oh, I'm. Here.
0: <laughs> we we we're on a time crunch this episode. No, no oh offense. yeah, sorry. <laughs> Let, let's not argue how great Harrison Ford is in his elder years. I said Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> what
3: you. what if they do the route that they were talking about before? Where uh, holy shit! Uh, sorry. What's his face was going to be the new Indiana Jones? Um, Chris Pratt.
1: Yeah, no, it's it's Harrison Ford. They've already they've already said that. It's kind it of
3: he could just be the old man version, like uh, in Young Indiana Jones. Whenever Wilford Brimley was I
1: could I could see an
3: eye patch. I could possibly see that happening,
1: but I think they're going to do one more full Indiana Jones, like Indiana Jones versus the evil Russians. Dude, no, it'll be the yeah. it'll be the seventies oh, oh yeah yeah i guess it would be still russians be, i think it would be the 60s is it weird that
0: shia labeouf now has actual neo-nazis after him <laughs>
1: well yeah he, i mean he is he fashioned his life after indiana jones life indiana. imitates art <laughs> yeah. yeah all right and
0: shia... <laughs> the last thing of news do we have <laughs> any more sorry just... no nah, that's all i was gonna talk about okay well yeah i i guess just a side note real quick uh friend of the show Michael or oh, yeah. Matt Matt Shaw and Michael Bray have a Kickstarter right now. You can check it out. It's for their book Monster and um yeah, it's doing very well, but you know they they're constantly adding like flex goals. They're over their goal and they're still like 50 days to go or something. But yeah, but yeah. And the, like they've already got distribution on the film, I believe. Got, I
3: believe is it a
1: film did. or a book? It's a film, it's a film. version of their oh. Book, monster. Oh, OK. Very cool. <clears throat>
3: yeah. Yeah. They've they've already got some people cast um, and they've got like distribution and it's just it's going crazy well. But every additional dollar you know is going to make it that much better
0: yeah so because you can make a movie on 10 grand but making a movie on 20 grand is better so yeah so anyway yeah maybe they'll hit a (laughs) million (laughs) dollars like all of a sudden just goes from like 20 grand to a million wow that's a nice (laughs) benefactor must well yeah, seen.
3: they get that B and E bump.
0: <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> like it's one additional donor, and the perk is just to buy Matt Shaw. <laughs> 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 uh, but no, so anyway, yeah, check it out. Um it, and uh it, it looks really cool. I can't even imagine a, a, like a horror adaptation of a Matt Shaw book that is like rated R like it would have to be like unrated or NC seventeen. Uh, yeah, I'm sure it will be. But yeah. So anyway, all right. Uh, what do y'all want to do first, movie or book? Bill. What do you uh, movie do? movie? All right, we'll be back with our review of the void. <laughs> <clears throat>
3: Would you please remove your podcast from the internet? It doesn't help the world in any way. You don't possess those skills. What a sad life way to express yourself to your peers.
1: Mel suggested we record a promo for Barely Living the Dream, our podcast about independent filmmaking straight from the trenches. I suggested we read some hate mail, you know, to keep us humble.
3: This one I this one uh, is right after was free. Now, now if I, I, I can already have an actions we're here. supposed yeah. to. If you talk yeah. about a movie that doesn't yeah. go anywhere, <laughs> you <have to> tell <laughs>
1: Join us as we talk about making movies and living the dream Barely New episodes available every couple weeks
3: When we aren't on set Only on the B&E Podcast Network Available on iTunes, SoundCloud, and bmoviesandebooks.com <laughs> How do you think you... guys sound like total fools
0: Welcome back! Alright, we're talking the void um, Bill, you want to grab
1: our uh, summary? Sure. The Void, 2016. Uh, shortly after delivering a patient to an understaffed hospital, a police officer experiences strange and violent occurrences, seemingly linked to a group of mysterious hooded figures. <laughs> yeah, That's kind of yeah, that's, that is
3: it. That's accurate.
0: Okay, that's, all right, we're done. We're all done. right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So that, there's really not much more to give, other than the fact that uh, you know the hospital is you know ridden with creatures i i guess
1: well, yeah i mean you can i mean without giving too much away you can I, I like to say that it definitely has it's definitely a good mixture of kind of uh hellraiser lovecraftian and then like john carpenter you know it's got a nice car nice weird john carpenter vibe
0: yeah it reminded me of the thing meets that one section in southbound
3: <laughs>
1: I don't what's, no, yeah, uh, what's oh, Southbound. I don't know. Oh my god,
3: Southbound was amazing. Yeah, is what Southbound. Right. Well, now I need to check this out. One of the
0: very few things that's earned a five on this show. Okay, yeah, that and that and Ghost Watch.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Ghost. Wait, Ghostwatch. It's BBC from, BBC <laughs> show from like the <laughs> early nineties. oh wow
3: made made for tv (laughs) bbc movie oh lord you've got uh, to see it dude it's amazing with with lister from red dwarf
0: oh yeah here's the deal though if you watch ghost watch no rewinding pretend that it's coming on your tv like live yeah yeah anyway all right yeah so anyway uh yeah i i uh, that's my thoughts kind of southboundy um yeah I could see that.
1: I, 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 First of all, I mean, uh, this is by uh, Stephen Kotansky and Jeremy Gillespie. They are the writers and directors of a little indie mm-hmm. film from years ago called Manborg. And let me tell you <laughs> something. Manborg is a lot of fun. Wait, wait, wait. It's, uh, that, I thought that was Astron 6. Were,
0: were they part of Astron 6?
1: Yeah, they're, I think they're somehow done, related to that, but yes, they, they wrote and directed this one, and they wrote and directed uh, Manborg as well. And uh, Manborg is this great green screen stupid fun. But the thing to stay through is stay through the credits and you see the trailer for BioCop, mm-hmm. which is one of the best trailers ever. I mean, it's a movie they didn't come out with. It's just a fake trailer. But you've got to watch it on YouTube because it is so so bad and so like so cheesy 80s cop, but at the same time it it's a it's a uh, police officer whose face is constantly melting off. <laughs> it's <laughs> awesome. It is the, It is absolutely the best. Yeah. Did you ever watch Father's Day? No, I did not, but I know that they did that. Yeah. I know
0: that there's like a bunch of weird bad blood and legal problems with them and trauma. But uh, due to that film. But like, yeah, that's a like if you like Tobo with a shotgun,
1: you'll love it. Like it's super, I did lo- I super just, screwed that's up. That's odd. I just rewatched that recently. Yeah. I, 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 I hadn't them. seen it in years. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so. Um, yeah. And that's our review of Void. <laughs> no, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was. I mean, uh, you don't want to give too much away because what I will say is, is it's a for. I mean, you can tell this is a very, very small budget, but when they start getting into the more Cthulhu Lovecraftian type stuff. You really like, I you can kind of tell, like, okay, yeah, they're really kind of milking, they're milking the angles here to, you know, hide the fact they didn't have much of a budget, but you kind of got a vibe like Silent Hill in a little bit. Like it, like it was a bigger budget film. Like I was really impressed with what they could do. Well,
0: you know, Astron 6 was notorious for just stretching a dollar. I, I think that, yeah, I think Manborg was made on the, on a grand and, um, <laughs> Uh, I mean, Father's looks- Day had a budget. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, but Father's Day it. only had a budget, I think, of seven or eight thousand um, dollars. Now this, I gotta watch that. Now. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> it's the trashiest. Yeah, whereas Hobo with the Shotgun felt like one of the trashier films I've ever seen. This is. W- Probably up at the tippy top of the trashiest shit I've ever seen uh, <laughs> not not the void uh Father's Day but this to me I knew that it was low budget, but it never really felt super low budget like the effects no. were all practical or at least largely practical but um and, and that's kind of where you were reminded oh yeah this is a low budget film but like the cinematography the a uh, few cgi scenes which were mostly just kind of uh kind of uh not green screen but like chroma uh, chroma images of like uh other dimensions and shit like yeah the, that looked yeah. good all of it looked good the acting was well done the direction was yeah. tight the plot moved uh Slow but yet quick, <laughs> you know. Like, yeah. Slow because you knew that they weren't really going to leave that hospital much, like that they were combined yeah. to a hospital for it, budgetary reasons. It was, reasons. dare I say,
3: a <laughs> bottle episode. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. All right, I'm just marking that off our B and E bingo. And dude, we got <laughs> all, we got bottle episode. No, I. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lovecraft. Right, Jeff, I, Jeff I. I,
1: <laughs> I was. <laughs> I was thoroughly impressed with it I I, you know I was shocked because I thought it was going to be an Astron movie but it wasn't because I kept seeing that everybody saying oh it's the man board guys and I said oh well it's Astron then but it wasn't and I I was wondering if they're actually even still together I I don't think they are okay but yeah I Mm -hmm. I, I was impressed like I want to see more stuff with this I mean I like anything that involves like a weird cult you know that's why I signed up for Scientology, but I mean, um, <laughs> uh, no, but I, uh, I, I, man, I'd love to see more movies like this where it's just like, they don't explain anything about the cult. I mean, they, you you know, like the doctor, all. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you don't know why they're there. They accept that the, the bad guy is involved with it. And I don't want to give away who the bad guy is, um, but yeah, I, man, I just love it. You know, crazy people in hoods. I mean, reminds me of growing up in Alvin. It just, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah,
2: I
0: <laughs> I freaking. Uh, <laughs> Brian's turning red. <laughs>
2: oh, it's so good.
0: Um, no, I, I thought it was good. I thought it was a, a very good retro uh, throwback. I will say that my overall opinion is that it, it's positive. I, I enjoyed it. I would recommend people watching it, but if I was to actually nail a rating on it, it's not going to be perfect. Um, yeah, but, uh, and we'll get into that with our ratings section in a little bit, but what do you got, Brian?
3: Um, no, I mean, I, and so, you know, echo a lot of what Bill says, like this, this does take a lot of boxes for me, you know, and it, it felt like a, cause everything was largely practical effects. Um, you know, it felt more of like a like an '80s throwback. You know, we mentioned John Carpenter's a thing. Um, uh, I'm glad Bill said Hellraiser because it had a huge Hellraiser vibe oh, yeah. for like the last you know third of the movie for me. Um, down to even how the the bad guy carried himself. Yeah, you know, like felt like Pinhead basically. Um, you know, uh, it also felt a little like reanimatory to me. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes. The, the actual like plot of it, uh, you know, and so there was a whole bunch of uh, influences that I really enjoy, you know, like that sort of style and everything. Um, the practical effects were done really, really well. There was, you know, a couple of times where, you know, the, the budget really did shine through, like meaning you could tell it was a low budget movie, you know, but um It wasn't anything that, like, took you out of it. Uh, I will say there were a couple of times where maybe this is my fault. Maybe I wasn't, you know, paying as close of attention as I should have, where I didn't know who certain people were. (laughs) Like, no. The the older dudes? Yeah, it's just like. They kind of bring it together. Yeah, or just like not necessarily who they were. Like, I'm not saying I went face blind for a second. I'm (laughs) saying like, I didn't know, like I didn't really know like what they were doing. Basically. It's honestly right
0: now. Are you trying to figure out which one's me and which one's bill on Skype? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
3: (laughs) But, but you know what I'm saying? Like it was, um, yeah. Well, the
0: characters, the lesser characters weren't really well defined. Well, And, and I think that that's part of it.
3: Yeah, like, I mean, it was just, I mean, not that I like actually confused them, but I mean, it's just like, which one's the pregnant girl? <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> She's the cop, right? <laughs> uh, no, but, but I mean, it was, it, it was just certain little things like that. It's like, I didn't it, because there was so little backstory given. Right. Mm-hmm. At first, you're like, m- maybe a little weirded out. Like, why are they lighting this lady on fire? in the first five minutes and then they show up later and you're like, wait, who are they? Are they good guys? Are they the bad guys? And I realized that's probably part of the, like on purpose, you know, but it was just a little strange at first. Well, I'll echo that. I could have paid closer attention in this
0: because unless I'm missing something, I still have some unanswered questions <laughs> in the film, but, um, yeah. but, uh, I don't know. I, I thought it was very, very like really good. Um mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't think that it really ticked off as many boxes on me as it did on y'all. I I did catch that it felt, you know, very much like the thing it was a nice solid throwback, but honestly uh even though I would recommend to everyone to check it out, uh it's not I don't think I'll ever rewatch it. And that's kind of part of the barometer that I give for like reviewing films like it it, was it enjoyable enough for a rewatch or was it so uh so burnt into your mind in in a way that you'd never want to rewatch it you know both of those kind of would give the exact same and on that scale it doesn't really hit either of those boxes um it was highly original even though it was all kind of sourced uh tropes
2: but um,
0: (laughs) I think it was just highly original for the fact that we're not really seeing those tropes used much anymore. Yeah. And so, I don't know. For
1: me, it's a solid three and a half. Well, one of the things I enjoyed about this was the cast wasn't all a bunch of 18 to 22 year olds. You know, the cop was probably in his very late 20s, early 30s, maybe even mid 30s. The female lead, I think, was definitely in her 30s. I think there was only two people that were, you know, in their 20s, and that would be the mute kid and the Asian nurse. You know, so I I I I, I commend that. I like the fact that there it's not a bunch of kids running around like, oh look at us, we're gonna get killed. Oh my boobs fell out.
3: You know, it you know, it, it's nice to see that. It, in a way, it almost led credit or like added credibility to it, See, you know, because like a lot yes. of lower budget films are just like, Oh, me and my friends are going to make this movie, you know, or yeah. I'm going to hire people who are younger, my age, that sort of thing. But this had like, you know, um, uh, older people in it too and everything. And it felt just more grounded, I guess. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, I've gone to plenty of those hospitals with my job. I mean, there's plenty of them still around that are like barely alive and that's what's there. You got maybe one young girl, a couple of old nurses, <laughs> an Asian doc-
3: nurse, an a- old man, Asian doctor. You know, yeah. Basement full of, but yeah, Cronenberg no, I, I w- style demons. <clears throat> I'm I'm
1: not gonna lie those basements are creepy when you find them. Uh, I I'll go three and a half. I really I liked it. I think I bought it. I, I don't really? think. It, yeah, I think I think I did buy it on Voodoo. I but uh, I, I would I would almost buy it now on. Uh, Buy a hard copy
3: too, because I liked it. Hmm. I'm actually going to go four. Like I, I'm a sucker for some some Lovecraftian style horror. All right, I, I'm changing mine to four. Then I, I'm sorry, <laughs> I liked it too
1: much. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I honestly figured y'all'd go closer to fives on this. Like I
0: figured this would be that far up y'all's alley, but yeah,
1: uh, it 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 it, I, it was damn close damn close any anybody that anybody that's doing carpenter-esque stuff i'm all i'm all about yeah if only we could get that john carpenter to do that again john carpenter yeah (laughs) i didn't did y'all see the ward i haven't seen that oh it's bad It's bad. Okay. He's
0: just kind of like Kevin Smith, uh, you know, really, really great early direction, and then just kind of buried his face in a bag of weed.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's it.
0: Like done. But um, all right. Well, so three and a half and two fours. That's a solid film. Check it out. Uh, we will be back with The Witching Hour Theater by Jonathan Jans.
1: two versus three nerds with beers and opinions a
0: podcast on the beanie network hosted by Cody O Kyle Hodge and Greg Moser
1: episodes available on iTunes Stitcher and episodes available at iTunes Stitcher and episodes available at the beanie network episodes available on iTunes Stitcher and giggle fits (laughs) episodes available on itunes stitcher and vmovies and ebooks.com
0: all right and we're back we're talking witching Hour theater by jonathan jans
3: no do you want me to do a synopsis no man i'm pulling it up very slowly Okay, all right. so we'll, we'll first, no, I'm not going to do on it. A cool,
0: <laughs> on a cool October night at Starlight Cinema, an all night horror movie triple feature is about to begin. Witching Hour Theater. It's the one exciting thing in Larry Wilson's life, not counting the lovely brunette who works the concession stand. Settil- settling in, he loses himself in the atmosphere of the Whoa. old place, the crowd, the Whoa. screams, the popcorn, and the blood. But when the second feature ends, only 13 moviegoers remain. Among them, a woman of 19 with a fondness for piercings in the macabre. A cop and his wife and a trio of bad-tempered bullies, and a solitary figure sitting in the <laughs> shadows in the back. Now, I added an and on accident. <laughs> um, uh, on this October night, Witching Hour Theater will become Larry's worst nightmare, for the movie on the screen is growing stranger by the minute, his fellow theatergoers are disappearing one by one, and the figure from the shadows is advancing.
3: Such God, r- that was a long synopsis. <laughs> I yeah,
0: I know. Bill will finish
1: reading it tomorrow.
3: <laughs> you dick.
1: I I like the prequel to this book, which was Larry Wilson's War. I I'm I, you know little Tom little, little Tom Hanks joke. It didn't go over. Oh, dude, we got a lot of Hank heads that listen to this. So they're like, yes.
0: Hey,
1: Talk about Hank tanks. <laughs>
0: That's good. Um, yeah, a very very odd uh, and minimal plot.
3: But this actually checked off so many of my boxes. And can we say before we get too far into it, this is actually like his first book. Yeah. Right. And it's just like this is a like a re released version. Yeah. Yeah. Re- just putting rem- that out there. Remastered. Remixed. Yeah. Remixed and digitally remastered. <laughs> yeah. Um, in 5.1. Yeah. Uh, like mine came in <laughs> HD. Um, man that text is sharp
0: so yeah this is like a 80 page book uh it's 99 cents on amazon or on kindle um yeah and and well i'm just kind of giving a little more (laughs) giving a little more
3: brian was giving me (coughs) flat. i mean like why, why distinguish specifically between Amazon and Kindle? <laughs> well, <whatever. laughs> um, and,
0: but so this is a, it, what I was getting at, this is kind of a short story where the dude, uh, most of it is, even though it's not written first person, it's third person, but where, uh, you know, you have a limited v- view. It's yeah. kind of told through his, his eyes and his thoughts and stuff, even though it's a yeah. third person. Um, it felt really really reminiscent like of uh god what is that book layman's
3: uh, shit it's a layman book
0: uh yeah
3: well he's looking for it how you doing bill i'm do, doing good man do I, <laughs> no, uh,
0: anyway it, it felt very very reminiscent of some layman book that i've read <laughs> <laughs> I think it's night in the lonesome
3: October, but that sounds wrong. But okay. Why is it reminiscent? Who cares? Like, just who cares? Do I? Oh, just because. No, no. no I mean, because because, <laughs> you'll find the title later. Just <laughs> well, it, it felt reminiscent of
0: that because plot wise, there's not a whole lot going on for a big majority of the the story, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. You so much of this is just character building like sticking within this guy's head. And and the way that he frames the world makes trivial events kind of matter. You know yep. what I'm saying? Like, if someone bumps into me in a theater, I'm going to be like, hey, nice move, dick lick. But it doesn't tell why I would say that. <laughs>
3: but, you know? but in your head. Yeah.
0: So this kind of... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But then out loud, I'd be like, I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry.
0: <laughs> yeah. In my head, it's just like, "Hey, Crack was a giant fucking wuss. <laughs> 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 but like, I don't know. It just... It kinda that's that's the reason. Midnight in the cold October was the thing of the book. <laughs> anyway. But uh yeah, so I I don't know. That's just kind of the reason that it felt like that. And so we got that. We got for some reason I really like things set in movie theaters, whether it be books or movies. And uh <laughs> and I realize it's such a
1: <laughs> small I, I, like okay, so such mid- a, like specific <laughs> box to tick. I like my movies. I like my movies in bookstores and my books and movies. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, I like movies. <laughs> I like I like movies that are set set in theaters, but then I don't watch the movie. Like I inject them. This is like a future technology. Um, but but, uh, but no, like so, like midnight movie wasn't really a good movie, but it's kind of a lot like this. Uh, yeah. and I loved it even though I realized that it wasn't a good movie and also Joe Hill had this book about uh or he had a short story in 20th century American. Ghosts.
1: yeah 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 20th century ghosts
0: yeah uh that yeah. was set in a theater about like this girl this girl that was haunting the theater a- and it's such like I fuck like it's just amazing amazing yeah. short story um that, in fact that
1: that's what reminded me of I definitely caught that vibe off of this. Yeah, and and that's
0: like that story in general. Even though it's paranormal and stuff, was one of the sweetest type stories I've ever read. Like, I, I mean, I didn't cry or nothing, but <laughs> but yeah, yeah it was just, just a really really good story. And so anyway, maybe those two things have kind of developed where I like it set in a theater. I don't know why. And plus, Gremlins too, or was oh, yeah. that Gremlins? Well, no, the that Gremlins one
3: yeah gremlins Grim- gremlins 1. 2 was in a office building <laughs> no I, yeah but didn't they look re- through the screen in gremlins 2 and it was like hulk hogan he's like get your ass no back they to watch they the burnt movie. the film there they burnt go. the film and then hulk hogan yelled at the projectionist because they were in the like projection booth or whatever Oh, the office yeah <laughs> well <laughs> <just play. laughs> but they also watched snow white in the first one yeah and then uh what's-his-face tried to burn them alive yeah by getting behind the screen mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah okay. yeah anyway he, but, he pulled an inglorious uh-huh. bastards on him <laughs> so gremlins were nazis right <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh no uh, all right so what are y'all's thoughts on it you guys well,
3: i think you pretty much covered
1: it <laughs> uh, i i I, it was the the beginning was a slow burn i read the first chapter that night you and i talked mm-hmm. because it was the one for some reason it it wouldn't give me the whole thing on my phone i had to i had to read the sample chapter and then go download and read it on my computer and um Ew, reading on a computer yeah. sucks yeah but I, I i did it last night about an hour and a half knocked it out um i i the The first couple chapters, shut up, <laughs> yeah, shut up. I hate you. Um, uh, the first couple of chapters were a slow burn. It, it was just like, okay, dude. Like, I didn't know if he was writing this was his story, and he was just like, oh, I got a crush on the girl that works at the local movie theater. You know, it, it was just like, dude. I, by page twenty, I'm like, dude, just ask her out. Like, just take a shot in the dark. Worst case scenario, she says no. You still get buttered popcorn. You know, <laughs> but uh, um. I started getting personally invested in the book, but <laughs> I will say at, at chapter three and up when, when it starts kicking in, it, he really, he had a, he did a great job, uh, describing action, describing kind of the, the intensity of the, uh, of the, you know, I don't want to give too much of the way of the, of the, the bad guys involved, the dare I say monsters, you know, <laughs> yeah, monster ish. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm but right yeah. there. <clears throat> yeah but yeah i thought he he did it i thought his story was a little too you know the ending was a little too sweet you know where hey everybody lives and it's all great it's like spoilers, <laughs> hey, I mean, dude yeah, you didn't need I'm to plagiarize i'm sorry i'm sorry, <laughs> I'm <verbatim>. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I just i i okay i can't then i can't say any more then i, I was gonna no, go ahead no go just I, I was just gonna say like you're a guest. Six months after it takes, the ending takes six months after the end of the the last chapter, and they don't mention anything about physical therapy, anything about him walking with a cane, <laughs> anything like that. It's like, dude, seriously, there's no way in hell you would have gotten out of that completely unscathed like that. You know, she doesn't have PTSD from
3: being, you know, nearly, you know, molested by these take two. Away. Is is he used to have a cane? One star. Yeah. What bill? Wa-
0: <laughs> yeah. What Bill wanted to see was just these people's spirit crushed by the event. Huh?
3: Yes. No. I think he wanted to see like an epilogue where it's like him describing six months of physical therapy.
0: Yeah. He ends yeah. up cheating on her with like you know cheating on his dream with girl the with the physical therapist. Physical therapist. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know things are getting sticky. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like Sandy so, really and- knows how to make me work the squeeze ball. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he takes her to the midnight theater, you know, showing and then there's animosity between the two and it's never quite the same. Like that sort of thing. Is that what you wanted yeah. to build? My question is, why the hell would you yeah. ever go back? <laughs> you like movies? Well, I get that. Uh, no, hell the no. I wouldn't, what are the, the odds that there will be other monsters living in the theater? <laughs> what, were they, what were the odds for it happening the first time? Well, you know? okay, okay. Think about it. My, once, once you get rid of them the first time, what are the odds that they'll be there a second time? Okay. So
0: was anyone else under the impression that she was in on it because yes. of how yes. weird she was about the projectionist? Yes. Which that never paid off, right? That was my only... Yeah. Did it?
1: I, I, thought, I thought it was going to be her and the ticket guy. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. I thought I thought that's where it was going to go, and she was just throwing uh, him a bone because it was going to be his last day alive. Exactly, yeah. that's and then I also exactly
3: thought, what I thought,
1: yeah, I, I thought I also thought it was going to be a dream. Eh. Like he fell asleep during the omen, and that's when it all happened. <laughs> okay, I'm that's not, what happened to me. I'm not I gonna lie. The omen.
0: A part of me thought that maybe he had he had like an aneurysm or something while trying to ask her <laughs> out.
3: And
1: this
0: was
3: all just like a Jacob's ladder type thing. <laughs> just, just like. <laughs> <laughs> like dying on her counter. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> How many squeezes of butter do you want? <laughs>
3: like as he's twitching, and all this is in his head. Oh my
0: God. <laughs> so that's kind of what I thought would happen, but I'm happy that it wasn't. Mine's not really a cohesive narrative as much as just a sad, sad man dying while trying to ask someone out. <laughs> no, but oh God. um no i I really liked it. i thought <clears throat> I thought his character was good yet kind of a blank slate. like you had all these troubling life experiences, but at the same time, other than movies, do we really know much about this guy? You know, he loved movies and yeah, and he bit a guy when he was like five, and it ruined his life,
3: yeah. But right. I, he, he, I don't know. I don't know. I I will say like you you Bill you said it was like real slow for the first you know third of the book or half of the book or whatever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I will say I really liked that part. Oh,
1: like, I did too. I
3: liked. I I really liked like his description of these movies filtered through this guy. You know, like um, because two of the movies were fake, right? in the triple feature. Yeah. The and omen then one of them was, the was fate. <laughs> like, <laughs> but, you know, um, God, what was I, the first one? Was, was, like, it was a movie with like, uh, Tony Todd and, and C. C Haig in it. Yeah. And,
2: you yeah, know, I, and it just, was
3: real. <laughs> I looked it up. <laughs> I was making sure it wasn't real, but you know, uh, just like, I don't want to call him a cynical horror, like, Fan, because I don't think he was. I think you know he. It, it was really like the the character loved horror, but could still recognize when a movie was shitty. You know, yeah. And so it was like him describing this shitty movie, like to to, yeah. you know, to the reader was really entertaining. There wasn't that much about the Omen because let's face it, everybody knows the Omen, right? So there was like uh, well, a let, paragraph, uh,
1: no. maybe. No, let's let's face it. He didn't do the Good Omen, which is the Liev Schreiber one.
3: <laughs>
1: I never or, saw that one.
3: Or <coughs> the one with Sam Neill.
0: Oh, that's part three, no, no. right?
3: Yeah, he was in Open oh, o- Three. Yeah, the li- the Liev Schreiber
1: one was a remake. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, understand. Yeah.
0: yeah, I've seen that one. Yeah, me, Brian, yeah. and his mom watched the Omen once.
1: Yeah, the original.
0: Yeah, yeah, my mom loved that movie. Yeah, I remember <laughs> we were like twelve. And we kept, like, just making jokes, and your mom's like, stop, like, but not being mean or anything. She's just like, stop, you yeah. watch it. And we're like, no, I don't get it. Like, is his mom a dog? Is she a werewolf? <laughs> like, do you remember all that? Like, is this going to turn out where he's not the Antichrist, but he's a werewolf? And she's like, please stop. And we ended up just going to your room. Because
3: <laughs> we were ruining uh, it. Yeah. Um. But, okay. And then the the third movie... Was it like the Veil of the White Temptress? Yes. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, I really wish he would have described that movie more. (laughs) Yeah, I wanted to see how that one ended. Uh, Like, (laughs) I was that invested in that film. (laughs) It was just so ridiculous. Like, for a while, I thought it was going to have some sort of like ring style thing. Yes. Yes. You know, where they came out. The movie he's watching was what was causing everything. Mm -hmm. And it still actually kind of felt like that for a little while, but then. You know immediately didn't and so i was thinking um what i was kind of expecting was cigarette burns yeah yeah i could see that yeah. um i also like
0: and, and um this isn't really about the movie but another reason why haunted theater type shit i like um mall of the mainland by our house uh, has I, theater 10 I knew it. theater 10 is rumored to be haunted and I've had two weird experiences in that theater as well. Please tell us. Uh, one time, remember Bill, me, you, and John got super drunk and watched Balls of Fury? Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, that any, was terrible. Anyway, so that movie was so bad. That's the only movie I've ever walked out on was Balls of Fury. But anyway, um, but yeah, so I got in the other theater and I forgot what they were showing, but like literally it was theater nine or theater eight, What? whichever wasn't it, one.
1: Wasn't it the remake of Halloween?
0: Yes. And so I was like, forget it. Forget this crap. I'm going to go over there. So I left y'all for a second and went and sat and was watching this thing in this theater. And it was largely the same type thing. So there's only one person sitting in the theater and they're at the fucking front, which is just weird. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. For someone with one. And So I'm sitting at the back and then the theater got super, super cold, super cold. Like, and I'm like, oh, my God. And then. Like, uh, like I just got that feeling like people were watching me and it was like, okay, this is weird. And so I went back and watched balls of fury, (laughs) but like, (laughs) like it was not a good thing. And then the other thing, um, I forgot what happened the other time. The other time was not nowhere near as scary as that. I'm sure I scared y'all with that story, but anyway, no, there's just a lot of, a lot of things that supposedly happened that theater, um, there's people that uh, that they'll see somebody sitting there, and then no one will be there later and stuff like that. And um, what was it? This guy I know, Kurt, he worked there, and he was telling me about it. In fact, you can find stuff on YouTube. Movie, you know, Cinemark movies, twelve, Mall of the Mainland, like. All these stories recounted by the people that live uh, that live there, the people that work there, <laughs> and so anyway, yeah. So I I was just thinking a lot about that as well while reading this. So
1: anyway, uh, yeah. Overall, it wasn't it wasn't a bad story. I liked it. I just I just thought his ending was a little too a little too Hollywood. <clears throat> like everything magical works out, and we dated for six months, and I, you kissed me all over. I, like oh. <laughs> i totally
0: agree about the ending i'll give yeah. you that the ending was a little too but at the same time this guy was such a flawed sad character did we want to see like sure death that's acceptable but did you want to see him not get his shot at the girl well
1: okay okay my, my problem with him getting a shot at the girl is the way she described it as like he's this amorous lover that that's you know Don
3: won, Yeah, but that seemed a little out of character, but
1: during the veil, of the white temptress, he goes, you know, he starts getting a little pee shy when they when they show full insertion. So <laughs> so <laughs> it's like, really? I don't believe that in six months an axe attack would make this guy, you know, Johnny Depp's new, you know, stand.
3: <sighs> hey, hey, it, it worked for um, Ash in Evil Dead. That is true.
1: Over the course of like three movies. Do if you count think two maybe being that
0: the, the killers were actual manifestations of his virginity and sadness?
3: No, it was yeah. more, one second. Um, over, Evil Dead happened over the course of like a day and a half.
1: Yeah, but he doesn't become like Don Juan Ash until he gets halfway through Army of Darkness. Which is another
3: day. Yeah, because part what two is actually okay, just no, a
0: rehash of the first one.
3: Yeah, it's literally like two days, Bill. <sighs> Why are we? I mean, do you really want to have this conversation? You it's know, instant almost.
0: Yeah, but also he the, was kind of a little more like that in part two. Wait, hold versus on. Part one. Hold, yeah. hold part on. Hold on. Part.
1: Brian wearing Beasts by Dre headphones. No. Okay, I was they're about just, to lose all credit. They're, they're just white headphones. Okay, I was gonna say, look like Beats by Dre. I was gonna totally rail on you, but I can't now.
0: Have y'all seen those that are like knockoffs that have beats on them, like the vegetable and the, the fruit, and it says
1: Beats, B E T S. Beats by Dr- by Drew. It's a Drew Hill. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like anyone remember me? Um,
3: I'm right. making headphones now.
0: All right, yeah. So I, I I don't know. I I really liked it. I I think. It. i would give this a four three and a half or four somewhere in that area um yeah it, it was good it was nothing like amazing but i think if somebody loves horror movies it means a little more to them than just like yeah. you know recommending it to someone outside the genre uh, i think that people that don't like horror movies this will do nothing for yeah
3: i can see that because there's kind of like not not so much in jokes but like almost uh this is going to sound real cheesy like an instant sense of like camaraderie that you have with the with the main character because like he even he even mentions it like in there about like um the the stuff you have in common with the other horror like fans you know that like kind of yeah. bonds you together and you kind of feel like that with him just because of like, oh, he's making fun of this shitty movie and stuff like that. And so if you're a horror fan, this is probably going to be closer to four. Mm-hmm. If you don't like horror at all, you're just not even going to care.
0: Yeah, because most of it is references to real and fictional movies and then mm-hmm. followed by a super B movie type horror plot line. So yeah. like, there's nothing in this for you. Other yeah. than, I mean, I guess if you like school bullying,
2: <laughs>
3: <So>. <laughs> if you're a fan, <laughs> but but anyway, yeah, so so I'd say probably three and a half for me. You know, uh, it could go a little, a little either way, depending on who is reading it. So,
0: yeah. Yeah, I, I liked it. I will say, uh, if y'all are interested in reading more, Children of the Dark is so good. But anyway,
3: yeah, I mean, and definitely for like a first book, it's pretty solid.
0: Yeah, you know, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I really, really, really liked it. So, Bill, Bill, what's your?
1: Uh, I I gotta go three. Um, like like you said, first book, it was it was really good. Um did anybody pick up the whole creep vibe with the goth girl like there was like he was i don't know he was fantasizing a little too hard about her and it's like dude you just said she was in high school
0: yeah but i, I did at first but honestly a lot of it kind of seemed more protecting of her almost not like a he, a daughter or anything like that it, it, it seemed like he, he didn't like describe any of her physical attributes or something it, it seemed like he was protect i'll put it this way until he stood up to confront the bullies in the theater I was like, oh god, this is not going to go well. But because he wasn't like describing her as much as regarding her as like a kindred spirit.
1: Yeah. I, yeah. I, I didn't really uh, think I get more of a platonic feel. Yeah, there we go. <clears throat> I don't know. I think the only reason he got up and did something was because uh he kind of kind of uh, because him. yeah, I mean, my kids are sliding Paper notes under the door. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Papa, we're still here. <laughs> Can I have food, Daddy? <laughs> yeah, we're so
2: hungry.
1: <laughs> 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 no, I thought it was it was it was good. <laughs> Papa.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, cool. Okay. Well, all right. Well, that was it for this episode. <laughs> Uh, unless you guys got anything else. Nah, uh, I'm good.
1: I don't, I, I don't think so. Well,
3: thanks for coming on, Bill. Um, I had a yeah. great time. So, so where can our listeners find more about you?
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Facebook. Uh, Bill Kerner on Facebook. I don't know. I don't know how much you need to know. I mean, <laughs> pretty sad. <laughs> pretty boring life. <laughs> All right. Well, see you next week.
2: Alright. This is Wolfman Jack, and you've been listening to B movies and
0: e-books, and you can check out these crazy every two weeks or so on iTunes, Stitcher, and I don't know, other places. So anyway, leave them a five-star review. Also, check them out on Twitter at BNEPod. And subscribe to the BNE Master Feed if you're a fan and you're a real cool daddy.
2: You're in a zombie apocalypse. You have one weapon. And it's not a gun. What is it?
3: Like a scythe. A car. Grenades. Like a flare gun, maybe. Piranhas. (laughs) (laughs) Bat. A bat? Baseball bat.
1: Hands down. Machete.
3: It's obviously a Lobo. (sighs) Uh, Loppers. Slingshot. (gasps) Yeah. Like a ground-mounted slingshot that shoots bricks. (sighs)
2: Catch the 7 Deadly Questions on The Basement on a Hill. Hear all new episodes every Tuesday. The Basement on a Hill. Horror and comedy for people who hate horror comedies. The podcast
0: you just heard is part of the Brought to you
2: by BMovies and eBooks.com.